Hey friend, you're listening to Life Coach In Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. Each week, I'll bring you inspiration, motivation, and empowering learnings to help you navigate life's unexpected terrains. I believe that the more we know, the faster we grow. So each week, I'll be teaching high-level coaching concepts that you can apply to your real life. Here's to accomplishing big dreams, believing in your inner champion, and living a life filled with ease and joy. Like all navigational tools in the 21st century, I fit right in your pocket. I'm a life coach in your pocket. Happy listening! Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket with me, your certified life coach, Rachel Bailey. I'm so glad that you're listening in today, that you've decided to carve out time to listen to how to make your life more empowered and more joyful, and just overall more happy more of the time. Today, I want to talk about finding choice when you feel like you have no choices. And I want to talk to you about this because this is a common theme when I sit down with someone in session. What I'm trying to help them uncover is their empowerment, is their choice, When on the surface, it looks like they don't have any empowerment or any choice. On the surface, it looks like they're totally stuck and totally trapped. And when it looks like someone else or something, some outside circumstance is to blame, and they just feel powerless. So this is a very common thing where I will sit down with someone, maybe even on a weekly basis, and look at where do you feel stuck? Where do you feel like you have no choices? Where do you feel like someone else is butting up against your power. And I want to help them in a session understand where their choices lie. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. If you're feeling stuck in any area of your life, that's the area of life that I want you to consider as we go through today's episode. In preparing for a podcast episode, usually I will select the theme or topic first, and then I will look at my life and look at when was the time when I didn't have this learning? What did that look like? What did that feel like before I knew what I know now? And in thinking back (laughs) about this particular theme and topic, I was taken back to a time in my life where I felt stuck, trapped, and powerless in almost every area of my life. And it wasn't even that long ago. It was before I found coaching. It was right before. It was like the catalyst that I was like, oh my gosh, something has got to shift. Something has got to change. I'm so sick of this. And for me, that was in around 2015, 2016. I was so completely stuck in my life. I had recently gotten married just a few years before that. And the day that my husband and I got home from our honeymoon. He turned to me and said, I wanna quit my job, I need to quit my job. I hate it. So we started off our marriage like day one of him deciding to quit his job. And I really struggled with this because the picture that I had in my head of our marriage or what our life was supposed to be like or what it was supposed to look like had suddenly, on day one, completely crumbled. And although I wanted to be supportive and I wanted him to find his thing, there was a part of me that was like, this isn't fair. What are you talking about? 
So right off the bat in our marriage, I had an inner conflict where one part of me wanted to be supportive, wanted to be the quote unquote good wife, whatever my definition of that was at the time. And the other part of me was like, wait a second, you know, we had this picture and now the picture is falling apart and I don't know what to do. And I felt a tremendous amount of responsibility to figure out how to support us financially while my husband kind of found himself, found what he wanted to do in life. So rather than kind of assess what I wanted, this is mistake number one, I just jumped in to the first job that came along and I was like, this will be great. You know, this will provide us with consistent income. This will be enough to get us by. And I was started working at a job that was okay. It was a decent fit. There were reasons for me to be there that I could see, but there also was inner conflict where I was like, this isn't exactly what I want. I settled. I don't know if I want to be doing this for the next 30, 40, 50 years. And I started off my career with inner conflict. That inner conflict in my career started to compound really fast. I was commuting 45 minutes each direction to a job that I wasn't that passionate about where I tried to find happiness and joy in it every day because I'm a pretty positive person. And at the same time, I had this shadow side of me that was resentful and didn't want this job and wanted to do something else. That resentment started to sneak out on my husband because I would come home from work and I would be like, what did you do today? And he did whatever he wanted to do because he didn't have a job. And that was my perspective of it. And I felt angry. I felt angry because I felt like I didn't have choice today. I had to get up and go to a job that I didn't want to be at. I had to drive 45 minutes to get there. I had to drive 45 minutes to get home. You got choice in your day. I didn't. And this story that I was telling myself started to erode our relationship. My solution to this was to start a side hustle because I thought, okay, here's the thing. Our marriage is struggling. We're fighting all the time. Maybe the problem is money. Maybe if I had some extra money coming in, everybody would feel less stressed and the relationship would feel better. So my solution, it's like, I can't even say this without laughing now. My solution to fixing my marriage was to start a side hustle. Hello. But that's what I was thinking at the time was going to fix it. I started a side hustle. And as I started this business, I got extreme tunnel vision. Like, okay, I'm going to make this successful. This is going to be the fix all of everything in my life. It's going to provide us with more income. It's going to allow me to quit this job that I absolutely hate. It's going to give us freedom. Now, there's nothing wrong with this vision or this picture, and I'm so thankful that I had the side business, but here's where it got problematic. I was thinking that pouring all of my energy into my business was going to fix my marriage. Can you see how on the outside Like you're the life coach right now because you're on the outside listening to the story going, oh, honey, oh, sweetie, that's not going to fix your marriage. But when we're inside of it, when we're in our own head and we're only reading our own story, we're only interpreting our own story ourselves, 
we're not necessarily questioning all of our thoughts. So I was not questioning these thoughts. They just seemed reality to me. And I was convinced that putting all of my time and energy into my business was going to somehow fix my marriage. Well, because I had these extreme, unrealistic expectations in my business, I began to get very frustrated with my business. It was taking too long. It was taking too much time. It actually added a lot more conflict in my marriage because my husband is like, I feel like the mistress, you are spending all, or the mister, is it mistress or mister? Is there a masculine word for that term? You guys will write in and tell me. He's like, I feel like the mistress because all of your focus, time, and energy, and love goes into this business, and I'm just sitting here on the couch waiting to spend time with you, and you don't have time for me. But instead of hearing his side, I was saying to myself, yeah, and that's your fault because you're not getting up and getting a job, so you are forcing me to behave this way. So sorry, not sorry, but that's your problem. Once my business takes off, once it starts making money, once I start being successful, then you'll understand. And then we'll have money and then I'll have time for you. And then everything will be better. Meanwhile, I'm getting more and more frustrated with my business because the expectation of my business is that it's going to fix everything in my life. And it's not fixing everything in my life. It's compounding all of the problems in my life. I am more stressed out. I'm still commuting to this job that I don't like. And I'm resentful of my job because it's taking time away from my business. I don't have time for my marriage because it's taking time away from my business. But my business isn't producing the result that I'm thinking it should. I'm putting this expectation that the business is going to fix everything. When... In reality, that's not a very realistic expectation, nor is it even an actual goal to be focused on in your business. It's a very unclear outcome. Can you hear it? It's like, I want to be successful and that will fix everything. That's not a goal, nor is it a picture. So I have no idea what I'm working towards. I'm just working towards this very ambiguous, vague, fuzzy feeling of success, whatever that is, I have no idea what it will be like or look like when I get to it. I'm just working towards a feeling, a feeling of happiness, a feeling of success and hoping that once I get it, I'll know what it is. I don't know what it is, but once I have it, then I'll know. Well, guess what? I never got it because I didn't know what I was working toward and I was in massive amounts of victim in my own life. I felt like I was a victim of circumstance in my marriage. It was my husband's fault. I was a victim of circumstance for this job because it was so far away and it took time away from my business. I was a victim of circumstance in my business because it wasn't making enough money and it wasn't solving all of my problems. I looked around at my life and felt so completely trapped and stuck and it was everybody else's fault that I wasn't living my best life. Well, I didn't have the insight, tools, knowledge, or understanding that I have now. So guess what I did? I went looking for a coach to help me fix my business. This is what I did. I thought the business is still the solution. 
I need to hire a business coach. A business coach will come in and help me monetize this thing and that will fix everything. Once my business is healthy and thriving, I'll have the money to leave my job. Once my business is thriving and I have the money to quit my job, then I'll have time to work on my marriage. Oh, honey. Oh, sweetie. That is not how life works. I just didn't know it. And I'm so thankful I went looking for that business coach because through a serendipitous amount of events that all lined up perfectly in my life, thank you, God, I actually found a life coach instead of a business coach. I just didn't know it. And that's what's so funny about this next part of the story. I called my friend who also had a business and I said, look, I'm looking for coaching. Like I'm ready. I need some sort of resource to fix this thing. Like I am putting in 80, 90 hours a week and it's some, I'm doing something wrong. I have to be doing something wrong. Like it's not producing and I'm super stressed out and there's got to be an easier way. Do you know of any business consultants that can come in and help me figure out what's wrong with this thing? And she said, yes, actually, I am a part of this company that has a business consulting program. So what you can do is you can come and they're doing like a five-day class. So you can come to this five-day class and you can experience coaching for five days. Super low risk. It's super inexpensive. I think it costs like $49 or something. But it'll be a low risk opportunity for you to see if these coaches are a good fit for you. And if it is, you can decide to do their program for businesses. I think it's like a 12-week program. But don't start there. Just start with a five-day class. It's $49. Get a taste of it. See if this is the right fit for you. And I was like, okay, $49 is pretty low risk for me to fix my business because my business is way more valuable to me than $49. Like, I can figure this out. So... I spent the $49, I show up to this five-day class having no clue what I'm getting myself into. And we're not talking about business at all. The five days are about talking about looking at your life and figuring out how you are writing your life. You're the author of your life. You're the one creating the circumstances, good, bad, or otherwise. You're the one that's responsible guess what? I didn't really love this (laughs) at all. I spent many days during that five-day class angry. Angry that it wasn't fixing my business immediately. Angry that how dare they say that I need to fix my life when I can't fix my life. I'm totally stuck and it's not my fault. But by day three, something shifted in me. I had committed to my friend that I was going to show up for all five days, no matter what. So I was only showing up on day three because of her, because I was pretty ticked off for a lot of reasons. And on day three, something shifted in me where I began to feel more empowered. I didn't know what that meant yet or what the outcome was going to be. I just realized that I have choices. I have choices. If I want to quit my job, I can. If I want to leave my marriage, I can. If I want to fix my marriage, I can. If I want to work my business, I can. If I want to figure out the problems in my business, I can. I just suddenly realized I have power. 
And that one little lesson that I couldn't see in my own life when somebody else got on the phone with me and said, look at all these choices that you have, it clicked, it clunked into place for me. It wasn't about being a victim of circumstance. It was about looking at my circumstances and figuring out how to rewrite them and figure out how to take control back, figure out my options. I could be a victim of circumstance if I wanted. I could stay there. That was a choice. And I could continue to say to myself that I have to figure everything out because my husband is finding himself. Or here's the coolest lesson I learned that started to open my eyes. You just flip the sentence around and you put the because at the beginning. Because my husband is finding himself. I. I what? Whatever I want at the end of that sentence. It puts me back in the driver's seat of my life. These are my circumstances, so I will dot, 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 dot. Whatever I want, whatever you want. After this lesson on day three, I started looking at all of the sentences in my life where I was saying, because blah, 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 circumstance, I'm stuck. And instead, I started saying, because blah, 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 circumstance, I will do this instead. Well, here's what's funny. I made it through the five days. I loved it. And I was like, I am your ideal client. They had two products. They had their business coaching course, which was, I think, 12 or 15 weeks. And then they had their life coaching students, which was also another course that I think was 16 weeks. And I was like, the business side, please. It's faster and you guys will come in and you'll fix my business. So I purchased the business program. And about week four, as I was talking to my business coach, he was like, "Mm, okay, your business isn't the problem. And I'm like, it's not? And he's like, no. I actually feel like you would be a better fit in the other program. And at first, I mean, we had a massive amount of rapport. I loved my coach. I had had so many aha moments with him in the first three weeks that by week four, when he said this to me, it was the perfect time. I was primed to hear that from him. And I trusted him. And I said, okay, yeah. Yep, I'll move over to the other course. I moved over to the other course. I started working with life coaches and everything started to shift so fast. It was almost like rocket speed. The way that these coaches were looking at my life, finding where I was stuck, finding where I felt trapped, finding where I was stuck in my own story in my head and couldn't see outside myself, couldn't see other solutions. And everything started to feel easier. I no longer felt like stuck in the mud. Have you ever seen a car that's like stuck in the mud, spinning its wheels? That was me. And these life coaches just came in and they're like, oh, let's just, you know, use a jack and we'll jack up this car and, you know, we'll put some dirt over the top of this mud hole and we'll put some gas in and we'll just hitch a trailer to the top of your car and we'll just pull you out. Just slam that gas pedal and we'll pull you out. And that is exactly what I felt like was happening in my own life. Like I was no longer stuck. I was back on track to create the life that 
I wanted. And what I realized I wanted was more of everything. I wanted better for my marriage. I wanted better for my business. I wanted better for my career. Whether or not those were going to merge into one, I didn't know. But I knew that first and foremost, I need to figure out what's wrong inside of me that I feel stuck and hopeless and broken and out of control and victim of circumstance. And I started to work on my mindset. I feel like I need to just close out this story before I give you the tools, some tools to help you with your mindset. But let me just close the loop of the story. So I go into the life coaching part of the academy and I'm seeing results so quickly, so effortlessly. It's so fun to me that I'm realizing, oh my gosh, I want to do this. I want to become a life coach. I want to help people figure out what the root cause of their problems is, not what they think they need to fix, not the consultant part of helping them with their business, although I do do that and it's fun. The root cause of what's going on in their neurology that's making them think that they're stuck. I want to fix that. I want to become a certified life coach. So I totally switched gears, complete 180, and I entered their life coach school, their life coach academy. I got certified, and then I wrote my mission statement. I want to help people get unstuck by healing the innermost parts of themselves so they can 10x their life. I want to help put people back in the driver's seat of their own life. No longer a victim of circumstance, but totally in control and empowered. That's why I started this podcast. That's why you're listening to it right now because of all of that in my life. So although that was very painful for me to look at, to go through, to learn from, even to talk about, like even talking about it today was a little bit difficult because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing how stuck I was and how much I didn't see what I see now. Yet it's the truth. There's no sugarcoating it. I was the source of the issues in my life and I deserved to see that acknowledge that and start to change. So I'm going to give you some tips to help you start to shift if you feel stuck in your life. Tip number one, write out where you feel stuck in a sentence or two. So an example of this is, I am stuck because, and then fill in the blank, whatever comes to mind. I feel powerless because, I feel frustrated because, Just let it come out. You're allowed to be a victim of circumstance for step number one because it's awareness. You need awareness in order to see where you deserve to shift. Tip two is to look at those sentences and put the victim of circumstance part of the sentence at the beginning. So I'll give you an example. If you wrote, I am frustrated because my boss doesn't listen to me. You would take, my boss doesn't listen to me, and move it to the front for part two. So the sentence frame would be this. Because my boss doesn't listen to me, I fill in the blank here. And you can fill in several blanks. So you might have several different options. You could say, because my boss doesn't listen to me, I can choose to write to HR. 
Because my boss doesn't listen to me, I can go out and get a different job. Because my boss doesn't listen to me, I'm going to choose to stop talking to him. Whatever your choices are, they'll start to come out because you'll start to be seeing the sentence differently. So you put the victim of circumstance part at the front of the sentence and then you write, I will. Because blah, 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 I will or I can. And then you'll be able to see your options. Tip number three, when you're looking at all of the stuff you don't want, rewrite, what do I want instead? So you'll look at your list of victim of circumstance and then you will write, okay, instead of a boss that doesn't listen, I want to be heard. Instead of a boss who doesn't listen, I want to feel understood. Instead of a boss who doesn't listen, I want a boss who repeats back what I've said and summarizes and acknowledges. Whatever it is, you're just going to write out what you want because in getting clear on what you want, you can create it. If you're not clear on what you want, you cannot create it. And this is what I was alluding to earlier in the podcast when I said, I just wanted to feel successful. Well, that's not clear. How am I going to know the picture of success when I get it or if I get it? I won't know because it's not a clear picture. So you're going to go through all of the things that you don't want and you're going to create a picture of what you do want. Tip number four, find what's blocking you from what you want. Find what's blocking you from what you want. You have written out what you don't want. You have written out what you do want. Ask yourself this question. What's stopping me from the I want picture? And no, it doesn't get to be outside yourself. It doesn't get to be that your boss is a jerk. It doesn't get to be that your husband is finding himself. Although that's what we're used to. And you're free from that if, you're, if you've already done the work. You're free from that. That's the pattern of behavior that we sometimes adopt growing up. Yet now you get to look with different eyes and say, Oh, I can rewrite this if I want. I can recreate this if I want. What's stopping me? And tip number five is find a resource. And here's why I say that. Finding your own block is very tricky unless you have been trained to do so. I was able to find a block. Um, I wasn't doing my workouts. I was on such a roll with my workouts for the first two and a half months of the year. And then for the last couple of weeks, I felt stuck and I wasn't doing them. And I was like, okay, I need to look at my thinking. I need to look at what's going on. I need to find the block. It took me, and I, I am a trained, the trainer certified NLP coach, which means I am the highest level of NLP there is. There is no after that. You go NLP practitioner, NLP master practitioner, NLP trainer, which means you're certified to train other coaches. It still took me several weeks because I was doing it by myself. Honestly, what I could have done to save myself a lot of time is get someone else to look at my life for me and (laughs) hire a resource that could put the puzzle pieces together for me. Ask me the right questions. Ask me to look at things differently. Ask me questions about my thinking, my emotions. And in that way, they could help me find the block. 
even having the tools and the strategies and the knowledge to coach others, coaching myself takes way, way, way longer than coaching someone else. Why? Because we can't read the label from inside the jar. Have you ever heard this expression before? Like if a pickle is in a jar or peanut butter is in a jar, how does that peanut butter know what it is? The label is facing the other direction. Well, oftentimes our labels are facing the other direction. Our thoughts, our emotions, our blocks What's keeping us from moving forward is so much easier for somebody else to look at from the outside in. So that's why tip number five is find a resource that can ask you the right questions, help you find the block, and then help you move past it instantly rather than wasting weeks and weeks and weeks trying to find it on your own. I've done this. I have made this mistake. Don't make that mistake. Find a resource that can help. Now, what kind of resource? I do want to answer that question. If you're sitting here listening to this going, yes, I'm going to apply this tip. I'm going to find a resource that can read the label from outside, that can help me put the pieces together and find the block and move past it. I'm ready. What kind of resource am I looking for? You're looking for an unbiased, trained resource. And here's why. When we go to our friends, or we go to our parents, or we go to a trusted confidant, what usually happens is that the other person tries fixing the problem for us using their own thinking, using their own value system, using what seems like the best decision for them. And this advice would be great if they were talking to themselves, but something gets lost in translation because you're not your best friend. You're not your mom. You're not your dad. You're not your trusted confidant. So they might give you advice that is contrary to what is best for you, given your value systems, given your filters, given your priorities, given your schedule, given your life. This is where we need a resource that's totally unbiased, like a therapist or a life coach. A therapist or a life coach is not going to assess your situation given their own value system. They're going to help you uncover your own value system and show you which values are in conflict inside your own head. They're going to help you understand the problem. They're not going to tell you how to fix the problem. They're going to help you understand the problem so you can find the fastest result. And then together you create the inspired action step. And then together you find if there's any reason you're not taking inspired action. If something comes up between session one and session two where you're not ready to take the inspired action step, then your coach will help you circle back and figure out what's blocking you. So this is an ongoing process of inspired action step, release the block. Inspired action step, release the block until you're absolutely unstoppable. That's why I love coaching because the results happen. There's no way they can't happen because you're constantly working together on the accountability piece and finding if there's any new blocks that come up along your way, along your journey to success. 
Yet, if it's not a coach that you're ready to work with yet, what you can do is just find an unbiased support system. Maybe a therapist. Maybe go online to better help. Either way, find someone unbiased. Because this is where people typically go, okay, so I'm either going to have to go online and find a therapist, or I'm going to have to go online and find a life coach in my local area then they don't take the inspired action because it's going to require an extra step. It's going to require extra time. Let me just cut all that out for you and say, all you have to do is scroll down in the show notes and pick whether or not you want to work with me for five days or 12 weeks. I'm going to provide two different links in the show notes and I'll go over which is the right fit for you. Because here's the thing. I don't want to do an entire podcast about choice and then not give you a choice. So here are your choices. You can go find a therapist or you can scroll down in the show notes and decide, I'm ready to try a five-day class or I'm ready to commit to a 12-week course. That's totally up to you wherever you're at. So in five days, what we're going to do together is we're going to look at where are you feeling stuck in your life? Where are you feeling disempowered? Where is somebody else's power butting up against your power? And we're going to take a look at why you feel stuck. What is it in your past that's causing you to not see the choices? Together, we're going to find the blocks keeping you from what you really want. Together, we're going to write out what you really want. We're going to discover what would be the perfect ideal life for you. And we're going to figure out how we can close the gap between where you are now and where you want to be. We'll do that together in five days. If you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I want to do this over 12 weeks so we can continue to realign and reassess the goal, find the blocks keeping me from the inspired action step each week for 12 weeks, then you're going to pick the 12 week course. If you're not sure, you're listening to both of these choices and you're like, hmm, I'm undecided. Here's what I recommend. Start with five days. It's super affordable and the value of it is there. The class itself is $47. Yet I would peg the value at $500 because I know how much you're going to get from the class. Yet I want to make it super affordable and I want to make it such an easy yes that it's only $47 and you get me live for five days. If you can't make it live, that's okay. Classes are recorded, so no excuses. Let's see you there. Once you take the class, if you decide you want more, we can always upgrade you to the 12-week course and you'll get a coupon code. So don't even worry about losing any money on the five-day class. You can't. You're not going to. I'll reimburse you and roll it into the 12-week course if that's something that you decide you want to do after the five-day class. Regardless, you still have choices. Find a resource that feels right to you. Here's what I want to say in closing this episode out because I realized I didn't actually close the loops for you as far as what changed in my life after finding a resource in my life. Once I found a resource in my life and I came with all of these areas where I was stuck in my marriage, stuck in my job, stuck in my business, stuck, stuck, stuck. Once I started working with a life coach, what I was able to discover is that it wasn't 
anyone else's fault that I was feeling stuck. I got to take a look at what I really needed in order to be happy in my own life. And I'll never forget the session in which this took place because my coach in the very beginning of our sessions had a very tender way of revealing truth to me, a very tender way of showing me aha moments. And I remember the session where I was just complaining, complaining about my job, complaining about my husband, complaining about my business, feeling no choices. And my coach just interrupted me and very bluntly said, Rachel, this isn't about your husband finding happiness. This is about you finding happiness. If you can find your own happy, then you can let go and let your husband find his own happy. Stop trying to fix everything for him. Start trying to find your happy. Once you find your happy, you won't care as much. It'll be his responsibility to find his happy. In that one session, I realized I was projecting all of my unhappiness onto my husband and making all of my unhappiness his fault. When in reality, if I could just focus on what was going to make me happy, that would make our marriage happier and it would give my husband time and space to find his happy. So I had to start focusing on myself. And what I discovered made me really happy was working on my life coaching business, was healing the innermost parts of myself and healing other people, helping them uncover where they had empowerment and just didn't see it yet. So as I started building my business, my life coaching business, my other business kind of took a back seat and I was fine with it because the whole thing that was broken in my business, my previous business, was that it wasn't fun for me. And if it wasn't fun for me, was it really worth it? Was it really in alignment? No, I would say that it wasn't. I found a business that was so fun and so easy and so effortless, it just opened up the possibility of money coming in because I was happy and I was having fun working it. And it got to a point where I was able to quit my job. And once I let go of my husband and took less responsibility for his happiness, he took more responsibility for his own happiness and he was able to find his happy. I did ask him if he would come on the podcast at some point and share what we went through as a couple and what his perspective on that was and and how we were able to heal our relationship, which did take time and energy and effort from both of us. And he said that he is willing to do that. So I'm excited to have him on. I can't guarantee that it will be the next episode, But within the next three episodes, I'm going to have my husband on and we're going to share together what we did in our relationship to bring it to a healthier place. Because that's something that if I share, I'm only sharing half of the truth. I'm only sharing from my perspective. And I would love to have it be an open conversation between the two of us where we can provide you with tips. If you're maybe experiencing some unhappiness or some stuckness in your relationship, that podcast is coming. So I cannot wait for you to take inspired action steps one through five. They are really quickly again. Number one, write out where you feel stuck. Number two, look at the sentences where you feel stuck. Put the block at the beginning and figure out what you want to do now. Tip number three, 
write out what you want instead, a dream picture, a vision, a dream life. Number four, find what's blocking you from your dream life. And number five, find a resource. If you're ready to do the five-day class together, we'll do all of the steps together in that class. So you can just skip ahead to tip number five. I hope that you have found this episode helpful, inspiring, and practical tips that you can apply to your own life to make your life more joyful. I love you. Remember, you really are in the driver's seat of your own life. That's not just something that I say. It's something that I believe. I believe in you, my friend. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Life Coach in Your Pocket. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, or if you're looking to get involved in one of my coaching programs, you can reach me directly at coachrachelbailey.com. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.